Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today, I have Amber Gross, influencer, all-round awesome person, and maybe my swim coach someday. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming to the Blackout. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh my God! I remember, like, your Instagram is insane. Like, oh, do you thank have? You. It's it's. <laughs> Your curation, okay, so I'm going to start with that because that's like my introduction into your world. Like, how do you decide what goes on your Instagram? Um, it's a process. I use a lot of tools. So one platform is like Plannerly where you can actually plan out your post. Oh, wow. So I like to do like a picture of me, something that I'm doing, eating, drinking, or what have you, and then like another picture of me. And then the next row would be myself in the middle and then two other like hobbies or activities. Um, so what I've learned in my experience is that too many people don't want to see your face all of the time. <laughs> um, but as a quote-unquote influencer, what you do is totally up to you. So that's kind of like what my style. And mm. in my bio, it says mood, multi-false, uh, multi, um, uh, you know, I'm just like a multi-inspiration and my mood board. So... Sometimes you might see a coffee reel. Sometimes you might see what I'm eating. Sometimes you might see a fit. So, yeah. No. I didn't want to put myself in just one box. Yeah, no. I mean, and it's, it's pretty, obviously. Yeah. No, but then your reels also, it's kind of like on another plane. So, it's like you plan it out, obviously. You just mentioned. <laughs> yeah. And um, I guess, what is your history of getting on the platform? Like, how long have you been there? And when did it become like... I know you have fun on there, but also I know you kind of do some like work on there too. Hundred percent. So, if you, if I can really think back, um, my dad and his brother actually started a graphics um, company way back in the day. So the graphics company is probably thirty years old, uh, called First Air Graphics. So that was kind of like my first introduction to you know website designs. Um, what social media was back then. Uh, he was always a computer person, still is. So we have like one of the first like Macs, we have Windows, and he's the type of person that would break things apart just to put them back together. So in terms of like the tech, IT, that social part, and then when social media really started to become what it is now, mm. I've always had an interest in it. So some of it is um, obviously learned from, you know, actual courses that you might take and things like that but some of it is natural like talent mm. so it's a lot of time commitment so mm. i spent a lot of time on you know my phone but also some of those things that i spent time on you know got me paid so right how did <laughs> how did how did i go from oh wait i love taking photos i'm putting online to wait wait i can actually make money from this uh, probably just using hashtags, who you know. I consider myself a people person, so um, oftentimes people will come to me to say, hey, you know, Israel, can you make an introduction? And I've learned that having my own networking or being a people person kind of, 
you know, elevated that. Mm. Um, I have some really super fantastic friends as well. Like I definitely have to name drop my friend Renee Boudreau of Elevate and Explore Black Nova Scotia, who's done a lot of things and is like, hey girl, you like photos. She likes to be behind the scenes, but she's super fantastic. She'll bring me along. My other friend, Ebony Stewart. So she has a YouTube channel called Life Live Life with E. And she's also a lot on social media and has her own kind of like, you know, video and editing type of thing. And nice. then one of my favorite creators and marketing people is Unbound Media. So Ryan Williams, who's, you know, had me in some of the model um, things. And sometimes it's just the luck of the draw. Like <laughs> you post a picture, you hashtag the right people, and then boom, um, they're like, oh, I've seen you for, you know, this, this, and this. Uh, another big thing is like diversity. So in light of the Black Lives Matter movement, a lot of, you know, Canada trying to right their wrongs. <laughs> Everyone's trying to be like, okay, we need diverse representation in photos, videos, and things like that. Mm. So one of my first projects when I was in university, I went to the Mount. Um, shout out MSVU. <laughs> and uh, we did, it was the Halifax Partnership. And so that campaign was a hire me campaign. Mm. And so my face was on a billboard. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh my gosh, coming down to the Bedford Highway, like who goes to Bedford and sees a little brown girl from East Preston on a billboard? Since then, I've worked with, you know, ambassadors, tourism in Nova Scotia, um, foreign affairs I model for them. So yeah, it's been a pretty fun ride. Wow, yeah. wow. I was actually <laughs> gonna, yeah? No, I feel like I spoke a lot, but no, yeah, no, 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 I had to, no. to name-drop those folks. Oh, no, honestly, <laughs> like, I was actually about to get into the modeling thing, so thanks for starting with okay. that. Like, how did, you know, I mean, I, was it actually Instagram that led to the modeling, or? I think so. Um, I have one of my really, really close friends, my first roommate, Raven uh, Morris, who's from Bermuda. I literally call her nine in the morning, nine at night, doesn't matter. I'm like, hey, girl, how's the fit? Like, that is our friendship. So miles away, I'm just like, okay, how's the fit? I feel like I want to take pictures on the gram. The worst feeling ever is when you're invited out, you got the fit, and no one sees your fit. <laughs> or you're with a friend that doesn't take the photos and doesn't bring the energy that you need. That is the worst feeling in the world, okay? So when I'm out, I'm like, I don't care if I'm the best dress or I'm extra, that I'm the person where someone says, okay, the mm. dress code is like cash. I'm still gonna glam it up. Mm. I just don't think, I don't think I understand the concept of casual because like, <laughs> I gotta wear the clothes, I want the fit. So in terms of that, I always started to like, oh, let me get like the details. So if I'm wearing a cuff here or like certain earrings and then those things, when you tag people, that's what people forget. Tag, tag, tag people because people recognize that. So mm. my earrings, I'll, I used to tag like, oh, H&M for these earrings and you know, this shirt from like Zara, this and that, boots from Fashion Nova. And now Instagram has, you can actually find the product. Oh. So you can tag the product, people can click on it. And then it kind of like blossomed from there. It's like, hey, you look good in this shirt. You're doing like a lifestyle shoot just with your friends. Mm. How about you do a lifestyle shoot for this brand? Right, right, so, right, right. Yeah. So, but that wasn't the plan though. You were just doing it for you. Just for me. Mm. Going out with your friends. Okay, what are we wearing? Right, right. What's the dress code? So, <laughs> how, I, do you remember the very first time someone like a, a brand reached out to you to do it? Very first time a brand reached out to me. I don't even know. 
Um, probably like I guess Halifax known wise, I would say maybe Foreign Affairs. So mm. Foreign Affairs is supposed to be this young, vibrant business elite store. Um, prior to me, they didn't have any models of color. When I tell you it's a family owned business, the people are super fantastic just on Spring Garden Road. And I felt like, oh my gosh, like modeling for mm. this elite boutique on Spring Garden Road. And I thought that was super like awesome. Mm. Um, a lot of my friends have like clothing brands as well. So in my most recent reel, I had the ball cap from No Days Off. So Chaz Samuel and his partner, they're amazing brand. Freaking awesome. Yeah. I've had amazing them as story. guests on the show. Yeah, so you already know how like how they vibe. Um, I've had like my unbound shirt before. Um, of course, I gotta represent the Black Cultural Center, of course, uh, which is our largest museum preserving the black history here in Canada. Mm. Um, but yeah, if I have friends that are like, hey, we just started a clothing brand or this is up like Mm. How do you feel? Can you put this on? Right. Most of my my personal pillar is, you know, African Scotian, black artists. Like, if you're black, I'm for it. I'm mm. for everyone black, always. Um, and then, if not, the next step is, okay, do I align with this personally? Yeah. You know, does it, does it match up? Like, I wouldn't want to represent or take a picture in something that they're not doing, you know, ethically or something's going on in the world and... Mm insert whatever and I'm like yeah mm. no that's not my vibe mm. so yeah it's yeah. it's funny you mentioned that because like so I don't know if you're into crypto or bitcoin or anything yeah. but one of the things that's happening now is that one of the biggest exchanges is basically crashed because mm. like it's a scam and stuff and some of the celebrities that were like I guess in the ads yeah. for this company are getting sued. I'm like, holy shit. I didn't yeah. even know that was a thing. Yeah. So it's good that you are like, okay, it, it aligns with my values. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. Talking about aligning with values, like, <laughs> um, so you do the modeling thing, but you also, I noticed, because, um, you know, I'm always checking. <laughs> but I noticed on Instagram that you were away in like, uh, New Brunswick. Yeah. What? What? How did that happen? And so, like, the the the, the view is amazing. <laughs> first off, like the view was amazing. So I'm going to say the word very slowly because it took me forever to. I was like, this is Polka Nowhere, New Brunswick. So, Polka Logan, New Brunswick, the only black-owned Airbnb. Wow. So um, a lot of folks are taking up space in New Brunswick because apparently I don't. I haven't fact-checked this, but apparently the land, it's like the cheapest to, you know, acquire and build oh. in all of Canada. So a lot of folks are coming, you know, a lot of Ontario's people came to like Nova Scotia, for instance, when COVID was happening. Mm. A lot of folks are looking at the East Coast to say, how beautiful. Our country is huge. Mm. Um, and there's so much beautiful and beautification here on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of folks... You can have a beautiful space, you can have whatever product, but if you don't have exposure or mm. marketing, sometimes that hinders a business. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how that relationship um, was formed. So I, I know the host and they're like, hey, we need some, you know, come view the space, let us know how you think, give an honest opinion. And I loved it. Mm. So you're not going to go there to turn up, you're not going to go there to, you know, 
have a fiesta, but you are going to go there if you want to enjoy some views, enjoy some quiet time, meditate, you know, some eat, pray, love, because mm. that's the vibe in Pocologan, New Brunswick. And I love that it has a um, record player. Oh my gosh, it was my favorite thing. Mm. Yeah, so they also have snowshoeing. Oh wow. So right now, um, between uh, this month and April, there's um, it's a good time to book out the space because it's at a discounted rate because um, it's the winter season. But legit in the backyard every day to walk out in the middle of the ocean mm. was amazing mm -hmm. because the Bay of Fundy was their backyard. So when the tide was out, you could literally be on the ocean floor. Mm. And that was just so, like, um, I'm not sure who what everyone else believes in, but I believe in God. I'm a Christian. And it was so nice to feel, you know, my sense of humanity, the beautification that I feel that, you know, God has created this. So it was beautiful. Mm. I was rested because sometimes I'm a go, go, go. When you're doing the influencer thing, sometimes. it's, it's, a, hustle, it's <laughs> a hustling type of thing. You said sometimes. <laughs> I, I, to me, it's like, that was, actually, I'm going to ask, but before I forget, like, you do so much, you said sometimes, because to me, it seems like you do it all the time, and I've not even touched some of the other things yet, <laughs> but it is going to things like this, one of the ways you, you know, Decompress, relax. Yeah. relax, 100%. And I am a true, you know how it's a scale of like extrovert, introvert, there's like a few other terms. I am like a true extrovert, mm. but I'm also <laughs> an Aquarius. So anybody that knows the zodiac signs, Aquarius just have no chill. I'm an only child as well. Oh. Um, so I enjoy being by myself. I like my alone time. It's not for everybody. Mm. But when I need my space, I'm like, okay. Like, I don't want to see anybody. <laughs> Doesn't happen often, but when it does, it has to happen, like, immediate. Mm. And then I go long periods of time again of, like, extrovertness. So, mm. yeah, those are the types of things. Scenery, music is, well, music is a love language in itself. But, yeah, those are some of the things that I can just chill, relax, and do me. Okay, so let's touch on the <clears throat> BBI. Okay. Uh, I mean, what BBI is doing is amazing. Yeah. And I guess, like, you mentioned with, like, George Floyd and everything, yeah. they got a lot, a lot of funding. And how do you get to work with them? What is the BBI? Sure. And why should other people get to find out more about BBI? Awesome. So this is kind of like my second time back home. I call BBI home. Um, I feel like any workplace can ultimately be your home because you spend more time with your coworkers and mm. things like that than you do with your own family. So five, four and a half years ago, almost five, I worked at BBI as a business is jamming youth coordinator. So every job that I've had had to deal with youth in some capacity. Um, coming back now as a recent graduate from Mount St. Vincent and a business degree, I'm now an entrepreneurship manager. So it was kind of like my start in a job that I went to school with. Mm. Uh, a lot of folks I know graduated and they're not in, working in the field that they, you know, went for. So that was a really big and important factor for me. Mm. Um, BBI is Atlantic now. So that wasn't there when I was um, there. So right now, actually, a lot of our team is in Newfoundland. Mm. It is an Atlantic um, expansion, which is a really big deal because Black people are everywhere. Mm. People keep forgetting, oh, like, there's black people in Nova Scotia. There's black people in Newfoundland. There's black people in New Brunswick. Yes. And so it's a big deal. So um, 
there are about five of us on our team that are entrepreneurship engagement managers. So we get to meet with clients. Anyone that has a black business, you should definitely get in touch with us, even just to get the notoriety to say, hey, this is my business and this is who I am. Mm. Right now, we currently have a grant called um, the CAS application, and that is supporting black entrepreneurs for their marketing, their network, social media, website design. So one thing I feel like um, Gen Z's kind of forget that websites are still quite important. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 really. They kind of underestimate it. Yeah. Um, love TikTok, love the new, you know, the new vibes. But in terms of like when you're going into business, it's very hard to stick with one target market, mm. right? Don't forget about your website. Mm. Make sure it's clean, make sure it's updated just as much as the social media. I feel like the social media is for like the instant stuff. Of course, you can see your views and your likes. But when you're when sometimes I get invited, for instance, to say a client meeting. So, again, I'm a connector. Mm. Love people. So you might say, hey, Amber, I need three other entrepreneurs in the video and film industry. You have your person, but you would like some BIPOC people. Mm. That is my opportunity to present you with some boards, some pitch decks. Um, yes, it's instant for me to share those pages with you on, you know, online to say, oh, here's their Instagram pages and things like that. Mm. But for the upper up, they might say, hey, what's their website? Mm. And I feel like there's like a disconnect thinking, oh, a website is so old school. Like, and I'm telling you, websites are still they should still have a prioritized like on your list. No, I, I have to add to that because the thing is, you don't control Instagram and Facebook and all these things. No. Like tomorrow, they can be like, uh, you know, the algorithm has changed. 100%. And we and don't <laughs> want tags anymore. Yeah. But like your website is solid. You that know what is there. So 100%. You're 100% for yeah. sure. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So in terms of, you know, folks coming to the BBI, one thing that we do really well is we network. So sometimes people come to us because they want um, a loan, which we do have, offer loans. Sometimes they want a grant, which would help, you know, with the marketing things. But again, there's a lot of, um, and I can say this because I'm African Nova Scotian, there are a lot of blacks from other places. And we call them, you know, come from a ways or like Islanders or Africans that are here. And our communities can sometimes be um, very tight knit. And it does not matter how awesome your business is, you cannot just encroach on a community to say, hey, I'm here for you, come support my business. We don't work that way. <laughs> it don't work that way. You're not gonna get in, it's who you know. Yeah. It's the trust that, okay, you're my homeboy, we're gonna go into this community meeting. Mm. Hey guys, I trust this person, you should also trust this person mm. now. Um, they have a business that could you know, support you and then you can support them. Mm. So yeah. No, I mean, uh, the grant is great, but also resources. Like, I always 100%. look forward to the newsletter. Yeah. So I was kind of like, when I found out I was opening Newfoundland, I was like, that's awesome, 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 awesome. And walking there, what's the experience like for you? Oh, my gosh, I love it. I personally love it because, again, this is like my first step in the door of went to school for business, did a marketing management degree, and I'm literally working with entrepreneurs. I like seeing the joy of new businesses and they're like, hey, Amber, 
I thought of this idea last night and I'm gonna make it into a business. Mm. Cool, there's some work we gotta do, but I love that you chose me out of you know, all of your team or all of the folks that you could have chosen from. Mm. Um, some folks have been in business for 25 plus years mm. and they're like coming to me because they want some social media help mm. because in the pandemic, they were still, you know, taking phone calls or writing things down. So um, I think I'm a really, I'm in a good position to blend that intergeneration, you know, group mm. from the seniors. I feel like we can learn a lot from seniors and the older folks here in Nova Scotia, mm. and as well as the young people. Wow. Oh. Ah, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Evolving Embers, let's Evolving talk about that. Evolving Embers, that's my baby. Mm. Um, okay, let's talk about the name first. All right, sure. Okay, so obviously my name is Amber. Mm. Um, I actually came up with the name in a dream. Oh, wow. Yeah, dreamt, and I had to physically wake up and write it down. Mm. Didn't know what it meant yet, wrote it down, went back to sleep. So how I describe Evolving Embers is that evolving is literally um, the word from evolve, where you just take something simple and you make it better. You make it bigger, you make it however you want. The embers are the little fires from, you know, a fire. And I feel like I'm a spitfire. I've always been that type of personality. But also there's so many. And I feel like that is my creative juices. And mm. so insert evolving embers. Mm. Um, so it is a registered business in Nova Scotia. It's about two years old. Started in COVID. Nice. But if I think wait, about... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Yeah, in COVID? I started in COVID. Like, I know. Who does that? <laughs> who, who sets up an event when we have to gather people together right, right, right. during COVID? Right. Yeah. So the official stuff was done 2020. Mm. Um, but if you think about when I actually started planning events. First of all, I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but I am an Aquarius and we are the best sign out there, okay? I don't care what no one says, okay? Well, my team. birthday okay. is my holiday and that's kind of where I st I've been celebrating my birthday for years. Wait, 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 before you continue though, when you say it's the best, like best in... In the sign of the zodiac. Yeah, like based, based on... Based on me. <laughs> Okay. I've never met an Aquarius I didn't like. Okay. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I started planning, you know, other people's birthday parties, um, my own, and friend group and also family, you are always the go-to person. Like, hey, and that's kind of how I feel with Evolving Embers and my position also at the BBI. People mm -hmm. were like, hey, I have my idea. I have the materials or the decor I may want for my, my birthday or my insert event. Mm. I don't know how to put it up. Mm. For me, that is like a blank canvas. I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to put this here, put that there, da, da, da. And people loved it. And I just did it because I felt like I knew how to do. And my parents would be like, no, it's a gift. Not everyone knows how to mm. see the vision of someone's event or someone's, you know, they have an idea and you make the idea come true. Mm. No, no, yeah. that's actually true because having the pieces might be great, but putting them together is a ton of work. Yeah. And so there were times where a lot of my friends, their birthdays started to be spread out. And I was like, ah, we always just get together on birthdays. Let's do something else. So I'm also very involved in like female empowerment and all things female. Um, so I used to plan girl nights just for the sake of it. So one of my first ones, we made homemade salads and salad dressings. Oh, wow. My friends were like, oh, you always come up. I, I like a theme party, by the way. 
So we would come, everyone had to bring a certain, you know, ingredient and we made that. I've reached out to some personalized chefs before for us to be catered to. So dress code, come glam, we're gonna be <laughs> catered to. Mm. Um, and I also, you know, us, I think as a culture, we always do things around food. Mm. I'm also very big on, okay, can we do something else instead of a dinner? So <laughs> I've had like vision board parties before because those are some things that oh, wow. I like to, I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but I do like to, I believe in, writing down what your plan is for yourself, seeing a photo, because I'm very like a visual person, and mm. let's do that. But like other people kind of resonated with that, so I was like, okay, let's, let's do a vision board party. Mm. People came together, I've done scrapbook parties before, and you just get to see people's creativity, you get to be with like-minded folks and individuals, and uh, it's been a blast. Hmm. Wow. I love it here. So, I mean, <laughs> as you're growing the business, what are some I guess, you know, apart from like people close to you, what are some bigger I guess, goals for Evolving Ambers? <sighs> TBD. Mm. Yeah, TBD. Um, I have some big plans. Event planning is a lot of work. It is. It's oh not my God, for it the is. faint of heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just trying to figure out what's next for me. I really like consulting a little bit on that side. So again, you tell me your vision, mm. I tell you, okay, it's gonna look like this. Mm. Do I necessarily wanna do that and actually do the decor, what have you? Maybe not, mm. but I know the people who can do it. You know what I mean? Um, but again, I'm really into like the marketing, the digital side, so Evolving Embers will always be my name for whatever is next. Mm. But yeah, I think some- It's some like this umbrella for it's the, the thing, umbrella. right? Hundred percent. Okay, so the other thing I want to touch on is the swimming. Like <laughs> when I, when you find because there's this whole you know black people and like swimming thing. Facts. So <laughs> I'm like when you I'm like <laughs> when you say you see, I'm like okay tell me more. So I was the type of child that was signed up for everything. My oh. parents were like, okay, you're not gonna sit home and do nothing. So I was a camp kid, you know, I did the soccer, the basketball, the swimming, and swimming kinda stuck. So did lessons, you know, all throughout. Um, and then I swam competitively for a very long time for the Dartmouth Crusaders, which is still today uh, a swim comp team. So moving forward, again, I've worked with youth for a very long time. This is my first job that I'm not working directly with youth. I mean, I, there are some youth that are entrepreneurs. So. 100%. Mm. Um, but in the capacity that I was before. I know, I know. And now I get to work with young people, work with youth in my own way. Mm. And I love that. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm a certified swim teacher at the Dartmouth Sportsplex. Um, and I love it. So I am certified to teach babies, mom and tots, all the way to adults. Wow. Um, I'll have my schedule in the new year, so if anyone needs lessons, let <laughs> me know. Um, but a big goal for that, uh, a few years ago, there was a program to teach kids how to swim in lakes and beaches safely. Mm. Um, because there were a few deaths uh, from drowning, um, unfortunately, and I think if I could do that, that would be amazing, because I'm very, swimming outside of having fun, It I feel like it's a life skill. Mm. I feel like everyone should know how to do yep. the, you know, bare necessities, how to float, how to tread, 
how to get back to shore safely, mm. how to swim in a pool safely, right? Um, so if I could, my swimming journey, big goal, teach everyone in my community in the Preston Township where we have our own lakes and rivers and things like that, I would love to teach in my own community. Wow. Yeah. You know, I think we have to do a part two of this, man. We, we have to. It. Okay, okay. Last question before I let you go. Sure. Something you know also talk about, as, especially in your captions, mental health. Mm. Why is that important for you? Um, well, it's a stigma. Black people don't really talk about it. Right. We don't talk about it. I feel like our generation is blowing it out the water in terms of like, it does not matter your race, your ethnicity, your age. Mental health is very real. Mm. So for me personally, um, part of my journey was burnout. Um, I definitely experienced, I don't know if I could name it because I've never been clinically like tested, but my burnout happened and I couldn't get out of bed. Mm. Like my parents are checking on me every single day. Like, mm. hey, did you, did you get out of bed? I had to make mental notes for myself. Like get up to do, get up brush teeth, eat something. Um, and the go-go-go that I'm doing now is very different than the go-go-go that I was doing. Um, again, I worked with youth for a very long time. So that moment too, when you're working and you're taking work home, mm. and then I was in school in the evenings, and then, you know, life is just lifing. And life's been lifing. Also, we have to credit this pandemic that's been a lot for everybody. And you don't take care of yourself. And I just seen a meme recently that said, um, if you don't take care of yourself, your body will stop you and it will be the most inconvenient time. <laughs> Very true. When I tell you, it was the most inconvenient time mm. when I thought I could keep going and you're like, nope. Mm. Like your body is physically exhausted because you're not listening. We don't listen to the, the, the body. We don't listen to the times where like, okay, we are, we're, we're saying yes. I was a yes person all my life. Mm. I'm still working on that. Where there's things that I want to do and I genuinely want to, you know, always say yes. But then I was putting so many other people before me. Mm. It's just like, hmm, there's a problem here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's something, um, healthy boundaries, it's something that we don't talk about. It's something that we're not taught. Um, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say no without an explanation. The answer mm -hmm. is just no, still love ya, but not today. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say, hey, I'm not feeling great today. Don't feel like talking about it. Check you out on the flip side. Because the other thing is um, we're very big on make sure you talk about it. Make sure you talk to somebody it's okay to not talk about it in that moment mm. because sometimes you have to like, when you're upset, what do you do? What, what do you want the response from your friends and family mm. to be like when you're upset? Mm. Genuinely. Oh, you're asking For me? For you, yeah. Uh, when I'm upset, leave me the fuck alone. Right. <laughs> you don't want someone to be like, namaste, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, can I get you anything? Can we talk about it right yeah, now? Yeah. Like, cause it's, it's bothering them that you're bothered. Mm. It's not a them problem. It's not about them. It's about you. That's the other th part about like mental health. It's like your journey is yours and yours alone. No mm. one can be you. There's only one you in the world. Mm. You gotta like yourself. You gotta love yourself. And if you're down and out, you gotta figure out your stuff while you're down and out. Mm. And then you know when you're ready to talk. I'm a big believer. When you're ready to talk, you'll 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 be ready to talk. 
I also, like I said, I have a really strong like faith as well. So that has helped me in the very dark, deep times. Mm. But it took time. It mm. wasn't like right away, oh, I was feeling bad yesterday and I'm feeling great today. Right. No. It yeah. was it was it was a while. I also am a very big believer of um, having your people. I come from a super fantastic family, but my chosen family is just as top tier. Mm. That is a huge, huge thing that I advocate for youth, for people who are struggling in their families, for black people who have a lot of, you know, hidden family, you know, trials mm. and tribulations. Um, generational trauma is real. Your chosen family, you need a system. You need your people that are going to be there that might not be blood related to you. Mm. And my people are top tier. Holy shit. Yeah. Man, I knew it was going to be a great conversation, but <laughs> this has been amazing. I've had an awesome time and I definitely have to have you back on the pod for sure. Yeah. But Amber, thanks so much for coming thanks today. Thanks for having me, Israel. It's been a vibe. Yeah. Thank you.